Hello, party people, and welcome to Take the Charge, a short-form podcast about the game Warhammer Age of Sigmar. My name is Tomb King Tristan. Welcome to Episode 6. In today's show, we're going to take a look at the Celestial Warbringers, the little-discussed and hardly-known Stormcast host. Let's dive in. storm incarnate, the living tempest, the bringers of revenge. Many are the names by which the Stormcast Eternals are known, and many are the warriors in their ranks. Yet they bear a single thunderous message upon the winds of war, death to all who oppose Sigmar. For too long have the mortal realms suffered under the yoke of chaos, save those in Azir. Every nation has been crippled, every city besieged, and every landscape tainted. Reality itself teeters on the brink all but consumed by the phalanx of the Dark Gods. Since the beginning of Sigmar's Tempest, the scions of chaos have been hurled back on the hundreds of fronts, and the seeds of a new civilization planted in the lands reclaimed, martial, tribal, made for war, the Stormcast Eternals are terrifying foes, and their allies are often as thunderstruck as their enemies by the violence and slaughter they unleash. No mortal warriors are these, for they fight and die without pause, only for their souls to be mystically reforged in Azir. Even in death they find no peace, instead being sent back into the worst hellscapes of imaginable to give their lives over and over and over again. That's from the Battle Tome, first page. Sums it up pretty well, eh? Now the Stormcasts are divided up into groups from there that are called Storm Hosts. These are the larger bodies that you can spot the difference of by color, such as the most famous Hammers of Sigmars, the gold and blue poster boys of Age of Sigmar, the ones that are on almost every single starter box or in a lot of the imagery of the whole setting. From there we also have the Anvils of Heldenhammer, the black and gold reanimates that have been seen quite a bit lately on the competitive scene. Celestial Warbringers are a storm host that is rarely brought up. They don't have too much written about them beyond the Battle Tome, but have a favored spot as one of the six core storm hosts that actually get rules and allegiance abilities. They have a few nicknames, the Seers of War, Masters of Portent, the Mystical Eyes. The Celestial Warbringers are a force like no other in Sigmar storm hosts, for they have the ability to foresee the manner of their own deaths. Such god-given foresight makes for brave warriors and gifted seers, and their might at arms is matched by their prowess and storm magic. With so many of their number naturally adept in the mystical arts, the Celestial Warbringers boast a formidable sacrosanct chamber. Their visionaries and wizards consult enchanted auries, astral diagrams, and arcane observatoriums guiding their leaders and champions on the battlefield, as well in matters of states. For the battle seers of the Celestial Warbringers, there's no greater joy than righteous conflict. This storm host is tight-knit, for each of its number hails from the same mystical tribe, a clan of bold warriors who claim to have foresight of their own unique doom. Laughing as they plunge into battle, the fearlessness and audacity of the Warbringers has persisted even after their reforging. Though they can be dismissive of outsiders, their bonds of brotherhood make them lively companions at a feast. To one who truly believes their final death will come another day, no foe is too daunting. Whoo! 
baby, that's some dope stuff right there. I know I am super inspired by the idea of how cocky and just aggressive a warrior could be if they knew that today was not their day to die. Now, to give you even more of a mental image, the Celestial Warbringers look quite a bit like the Astral Templars, a much more well-written-about storm host, one that is most famous for Hamilcar Bear Collar from Black Library books written by David Geimer. Now, so it's the same sort of idea, deep magenta, golden accents, maybe a bit of cream in there thrown in. But with these guys, they have a much different setup. I know for conversions and things like that, I'm thinking I want to add quite a bit of the little bits of tech that come with, say, the Huracanum from the Old Empire kits, or something from that same Luminarch thing. Something that looks a little bit of like Ares, or like might have some kind of cosmic aspect to them. Like even the flaming swords from the Battle Mages would be perfect to throw onto one of these guys. When it comes to lists and things like that, if they have so many of the Sacrosanct Chamber, I'd say getting a bunch of evocators, sequiturs. I know I would love to throw some of the kitty caters, the ones that are riding the Draco lines, the big cats. I think those would be awesome to have on there. And you could do a lot with them. I feel like there's a lot of options that you could have, and it would be really fun to build an army for this. I know I'm planning to throw together something for Warcry, where I'll have my own little band of explorers that are diving into the eight points, but they know that that is not where they will be buried. I want to thank you so much for listening. This has been episode six of Take the Charge, and I've been your host, Tomb King Tristan. I just want to thank you so much for being here. And if you love this episode and are inspired by the Celestial Warbringers, get a hold of me on Twitter at TakeChargePod or at Tristan Gray. I'd love to talk to you about it. Hope you're having a great day, and I'll see you on the internet.